The Global Economic Report with Gary Zimmerman is sponsored by Rick Kalb, Wealth Management Advisor with Northwestern Mutual since 1983 on Spring Street, Nevada City. Also at rickkalb.com. Welcome to KVMR, Gary. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks and I thought we'd catch up on stuff. Um, I got some questions concerning the Federal Reserve on the, and the economy today. Well, thank you, Paul. Um, This is a big week for monetary policy. Fire away. Okay, Congress has now passed, and the president will sign, or actually has signed, I think, uh, as we speak, the um, $1.9 COVID relief package. Do you expect that will help the economy expand over the next year? Yes, Paul, I think it will uh, help the economy grow faster and help the millions of workers who are still unemployed or working part time or lost their jobs and took a lower paying job as a result of the pandemic. So, you know, it'll help businesses and landlords hurt by the pandemic, state and local governments, too. Um, you know, so the overall macroeconomic effect is it'll boost spending in the economy at a time when households and businesses and the governments have, have generally had to cut back. And that will help offset the pandemic damage to the economy and, and help the economy rebound faster. So I think it's safe, it's safe to say that most economists believe this will give the economy an important boost. Um, you know, it's still suffering from the 2020 pandemic damages. Well, Gary, are you expecting any major changes in the Federal Reserve's monetary or interest rate policy? Paul, I, I think Fed Chair Jay Powell, in his recent public comments, made it clear that the economy is still a, a long ways off from the meeting the Fed's two policy goals, essentially full employment and a 2% inflation rate sustained over a period of time. So, so no, Paul, I don't expect major changes from the Fed policymakers at the March meeting. Um, you know, and I think most of the analysts agree they expect the Fed to stick with policies designed to help the recovery pick up speed with, you know, combination of low interest rates and by buying uh, bonds, treasury bonds and uh, mortgage-backed securities bonds or quantitative easing. So, uh, Gary, can you give us a few details on the uh, Fed's uh, two monetary policy goals? How about the full unemployment goal? <laughs> well, Paul, uh, after decades as a Fed economist, I'll, I'll try and give it a, a shot. Um, the Fed has two goals. One is full employment in the economy, and that is usually measured by looking at labor market conditions, um, unemployment rate, payroll jobs, and so forth. Uh, and the other is stable and low inflation, and the Fed has a 2% um, inflation target and has had for that for about a, a decade. Um, the unemployment target. Well, the the February payroll job numbers actually were very good. The economy added almost 380,000 jobs. Uh, But the unemployment rate only dropped slightly to 6.2% of the civilian labor force. And there's still close to 10 million people unemployed from, you know, the before COVID. So, you know, at 6.2% is well above the Fed's, you know, 4% longer run full employment rate that the Fed policy makers are sort of estimating what they would expect when the economy is back to full employment. So that's one. <laughs> well, how close is the Fed to? It's, uh, I believe, a 2% inflation goal. Uh, and how long has it been since we've seen inflation at 2%? 
Oh, okay. The Fed's inflation goal is to get the overall uh, sort of average inflation rate as measured by uh, an index called the Total um, Personal Consumption Expenditure Price Index, or PCE, that includes food and energy prices, um, to get that up to a sustainable average of about 2% for a period of time. And they don't want to, they're not just looking for a a temporary blip at 2%. um, but a sustainable 2% or average inflation. Uh, globally, though, you know, inflation is quite low. And, you know, after the 2008 financial crisis and the Great Recession, you know, the Fed has not been able to get the inflation rate up to that 2% figure for any, you know, any length of time. And the, you know, January inflation rate using this measure was only about 1.5% increase from a year ago. So so the inflation rate has been, you know, climbing over the past year, but it still remains well below the Fed's 2% goal. Okay, so even with the economy growing and, and jobs being added, apparently the Fed isn't hitting either of its goals. Is that correct? Yes, Paul, that's the big picture. And until the Fed reaches both of its policy goals, I'd expect the Fed to continue to keep interest rates low and to continue to, continue to purchase a sizable amount of mostly Treasury bonds each month. Um, you know, Fed policies will, you know, continue to keep help uh, help keep the recovery on track and to you know, offset the damage caused to the, to the economy by the pandemic. And that's the important part. So what will all the COVID relief and the Fed policies do to the economic growth rate? Could faster economic growth drive up inflation? And what does uh, Fed Chair Powell say about this? Oh, the message Fed Chair Powell made last week was that low interest rates, you know, combined with the boost of the now passed Biden COVID relief package, you know, will support economic growth and, and think, you know, improving the outlook for 2021 GDP growth. Uh, but Powell, I thought, was clear in his remarks that the Fed would need to continue supporting the economy this year uh, because we're, you know, below full employment goal and we're below the inflation goal. And, you know, even inflation could, you know, if it picks up, it could only be temporary, um, not, not you know, a sustained amount. So, you know, that's one. Um, you know, also, uh, new Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, you know, agreed with Powell this week. She expects, you know, growth to pick up in 2021. And she pointed out that even with full employment and and a low 3.5% unemployment rate before COVID uh, in 2020, the Fed couldn't get the inflation rate up to its 2% goal. So, you know, and, and, and she also noted, and she's a free, recent Federal Reserve chair, um, that if inflation were to surge, uh, something the Fed is certainly watching for, the Fed has the tools like raising interest rates um, to slow the economy and inflation. So, you know, she's not expecting, you know, full employment to, to pick up until, you know, 2022, but that, you know, and that's partially from Fed policy and the relief package. Uh, Gary, one last question. Uh, is there any disagreement on the outlook for inflation? <laughs> yes, Paul, there is some disagreement uh, from uh, from other economists as well. Uh, for example, one, one very prominent um, economic forecaster, Mark Zandia Moody, said this week that he thinks we'll see inflation rising as the economy experiences a, a strong recovery in 2021. So, you know, that's one reason why the financial markets have been driving up longer term bond rates in recent weeks. These are markets that respond quickly to rising inflation expectations. And, you know, that's also you know, something to keep an eye on. So, so yes, there is some disagreement. So keep your eye on, you know, the inflation numbers as they come out and indicators of inflation expectations and, uh, you know, <laughs> what, what Zandi and Yellen and Powell are talking about. Uh, I'll certainly be doing that. So. Gary, thanks so much for speaking with KVMR and look forward to our next chat. You're welcome, Bob. Thank you.
Gary Zimmerman is a retired senior economist for the Federal Reserve in San Francisco and currently is a visiting professor at the Vienna University of Economics and Business in Austria, where he teaches courses in economics and finance.